Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Carly O Podcast. I am your girl, Carly O, and I'm tuning to you live uh, via video today. I wanted to test out some new equipment, and I wanted to see how you all were feeling about uh, coming on camera. So I hope that you guys enjoy seeing my face today, and I can't wait to get started. First and foremost, I just want to give a thanks to everybody that's been in support. Thank you for those that have liked, shared, followed, um, given feedback and everything else. I really do appreciate it. And I'm so glad to be doing this uh, for you all. So I'm going to be picking up where I left off with my Journey to Healing series. Um, last time we talked about uh, the three most important things uh, that I had gone through on my Journey to Healing that I felt would be helpful for you. Uh, number one was uh, acknowledging your triggers. The second one was understanding that bad things do happen. And the third most important thing was understanding that healing is possible and readily available for you um, whenever you come to that point in your journey. So um, with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. So a part of um, acknowledging your triggers, right, is the decision to decide how you would like to move about your healing journey. For me, it was making the decision to go to therapy and also uh, to find a psychiatrist. Now, the reason that I had decided to go that route is because I felt like I had been doing it on my own for a while. Um, I had been utilizing the knowledge that I had. I've been researching and researching all the different ways that I can uh, cope with my anxiety and with my depression and the other challenges that I was facing, but I felt like after years, I needed something more. I needed some additional support. And that's what led me to look for a, um, a therapist and start talking about th therapy and psychiatry. I never, in, you know, since ever have thought about psychiatry. I'm very much, you know, don't take drugs unless you, you need to take drugs. But um, I felt like the weight of my uh, illnesses were becoming a bit too heavy for me. So that's what, that, that's what led me to make the decision to try to get some additional support. And I call it support for a reason, right? Because everybody doesn't need the same thing on their healing journey. Um, some people do need some additional support. Some people need a little bit, little bit less, and that's perfectly fine. Um, but this is something that I needed, and if you need it, it's completely um, okay. I'm going to drop some resources below so that you can um, get the help that you might need. But the first um, thing that I did on my journey to healing was to talk to my primary physician. Now, when you go to the doctor, uh, one of the questions that they might ask you is, have you been feeling depressed? Have you been struggling with depression? The reason that they're asking is because they're trying to gauge like where your mental health is at. Even though your primary physician uh, might not be a therapist, they can definitely assist you in getting the help and the treatment that you need. So one thing that my therapist had been asking me for months is where my depression level was at. I was letting my, uh, my uh, physician know that I was still struggling with depression. I was still feeling uh, very much lowly. I couldn't get out of this funk that I had been in. And depression is uh, defined as those low states for an extended period of time. So I wasn't just having bad days. I was having um, terrible moments, like moments that I couldn't get out of on my own. I couldn't just, you know, people look on the bright side. I wasn't able to do that during this time. Um, and I was communicating that with my uh, with my physician. So I want to encourage you to talk to your physician when they ask you those questions because they're asking you that for a reason. 
They're not just asking you because it's a box that they have to check off, but a part of doing their job is making sure that your mental health is in just as good of a state as your physical well-being. So I started letting my physician know what I was feeling, and after an extended period of time, this took months, by the way, and this is just, this is no um, you know there's no formula to it. This is just something for me on my journey. Um, it took me about maybe uh, eight months or so, eight to nine months or so of this this lowly state that I was in before my physician was like, you know what, this mixed with all the other things that you're dealing with, I think we need to dig deeper into it. So my physician provided me resources for, for therapists. Um, and just because resources are provided doesn't mean that they're for you, which we'll get to in the next segment. But I went through the whole list of, um, of therapists and I still didn't find anybody within my area and that took my insurance and all those other things that, you know, were a good fit for me. So I decided to get on ZocDoc and, um, I'll post the link below and I decided to go on ZocDoc. I wanted to find, um, black physicians. That was really important for me. It can be really um, hard to find black therapists and black psychiatrists at times because of uh, just us being a small, um, small portion of that medical field. But they are out there and they're here to help you. So um, if you're in, it was important for me to not only find a black physician, but to also find a black woman physician. So um, something that I study in my social research is intersectionality. So you can't approach problems even with your mental health from one angle and say, okay, well, I'm just black, so I need a, a black physician. But if you're a black woman, the issues and the mental struggles that you might deal with might be different than a black man, for example, or a black um, you know, trans man or trans woman, etc. So it was very important for me to get those two um, those two factors. They had to be black. They had to be a black woman. Um, and the third thing that I was looking for was they had to, um, they had to specialize in anxiety and depression. I've had therapists in the past that maybe they specialize in something else, um, which I think is perfectly fine, but I wanted somebody that knew anxiety and depression like the back of their hand that could see what I was seeing in myself and help me to, um, facilitate my own healing. So that was really important. So what it was like finding a doctor. Um, going on ZocDoc, it made it very easy. I would encourage you guys to check out that website. Like, I, it, it is like Tinder for physicians. I absolutely love it. Um, calling over the phone and trying to, you know, email to try to get a, a physician. It was very stressful for me, especially um, post-COVID. Now, mind you, I've started my healing journey for, a, you know, for years now. Um, COVID kind of uh, ignited that flame in me to to pursue something different in my healing. So, um, as I was as I was trying to look for something different. I was trying to find physicians on my own. It was very stressful because everybody does something different. Um, you have different physicians taking different insurances. I didn't want to pay an arm and a leg for this. Um, so I really had to do my research and I just Googled. I was just like physician, you know, psychiatrist, therapist in this area. And what I, what I came up with was ZocDoc. And I got on there and you can filter out um, the type of physician that you're looking for. You can filter out whether or not it's a man or a woman or their age group or their location or, you know, whatever, because those things do matter when you're trying to um, facilitate your healing, right? 
So that's what I did. I um, I was kind of desperate at the time, which I think it worked out in my favor, but I just needed the help so bad that I was like, you know what? Outside of those two things uh, or three things, I am willing to kind of have anybody because I really needed the help. I was, I was really depressed and really um, struggling with my anxiety. So... I um, just searched for black black women in my area, even people that were um, do, taking virtual appointments, which I will stick to that point for just a minute. Virtual therapy is just as helpful as non-virtual. I know there's a lot of apprehensiveness, um, a lot of apprehension when it comes to virtual appointments with your primary physician or your therapist or your psychiatrist. These people are just as qualified They've got just as much um, experience under their belt. They are, you know, they're qualified to do their job. So don't count out uh, virtual um, therapy if you need the help. You know what I'm saying? Like if you were, um, if you were drowning or something in a pool, it wouldn't matter whether or not, uh, you know, a man or a woman saved you. It wouldn't matter whether or not this person has been a lifeguard for you know, five years or 10 years, none of that really matters when you need to be saved. And that's how I felt when going through this journey. I felt like I really just needed somebody to help me, like pretty much anybody, right? So I started looking into virtual um, um, virtual sessions and I was able to come across two really good doctors for me. And I've never met these, these people in person, but I'm telling you the relationship that we have is great. The experiences that I'm getting is great. The, the treatment that I'm getting is really helpful. I would not be where I'm at today in this moment if it were not for virtual help. So COVID, you know, COVID brought that out. Um, it, it's been around for years, but people hadn't really relied about, upon it until the, the COVID uh, pandemic. And we were kind of forced to go into, you know, solitude and have to do things virtually. But I'm telling you, this is one of the best things that has actually happened for us. Because just think about it. Uh, a physician can't be with you phys physically all the time. They can't be with their patients physically all the time. However, when they're doing these virtual appointments, they're able to take in more clients, which means that more people are able to get help. And that's what I didn't realize until, until joining in. So... Um, for me, ZocDoc was really helpful. It made it very easy. I get, you know, typically frustrated with trying to find things on my own, but this was just really the best thing ever. I, I could just brag about it all day. ZocDoc, if you want to give me a little bit of a sponsorship, that'd be great um, because I absolutely love it and I love my physicians. They are, I can't stress it enough, they're just as qualified as somebody that can see you in person, but if you really need the help, don't limit yourself. Don't limit yourself to just seeing somebody in person. If you're drowning, let somebody save you. Let somebody help you and help navigate you through this journey. The third most important thing that I want to uh, present to you is the fact that there's different types of therapy. So you've got like cognitive behavioral, behavioral therapy, you have art therapy, you have uh, psychotherapy, you have so many different kinds, do your research, it's all online, like Google can be your best friend, make sure that it's a reputable source and don't just be a FaceTime, uh, FaceTime. don't be a Facebook scholar and just believe everything that's on social media and on TikTok. And even though TikTok and everything can be very helpful, just make sure that you are pairing that with some reputable research. Um, because there's different types of therapy. 
right? And some people, they, um, they, they when they think about therapy, they think about somebody that's sitting you down on a couch and saying, well, and how does that make you feel? Um, but therapy, uh, a lot of times, is not even like that. It's really a conversation with an unbiased person that can help you to navigate um, through your own thoughts, through your own life. They want to be able to equip you so that maybe one day you don't need um, as much therapy or maybe you don't need therapy at all. That is the purpose of a therapist. It is not just somebody to coddle you and tell you that the world is sunshine and rainbows and, um, you know, prescribe you something and then you be on your merry way. That's not the way that it works. Um, but there's different types of therapy, therapy and therapists. They specialize in, di in those different forms. So I would encourage you to look into different forms. I would encourage you to look into group therapy. A lot of people are apprehensive against it, but studies have shown that people that attend group therapy are getting uh, just as much help or, or more help than people that are having individual therapy. And the reason that they're getting more help is because just like the purpose of my podcast, there is healing in, in collectiveness and he, there's healing in coming together and being able to share your stories and being able to share your, your hurts and being able to share your, your success, being able to share your successes, right? There's healing in that when you're going through something and then somebody else says, you know what, I've gone through something similar to that. And, you know, I can relate to that. I can empathize with that. And here's, you know, here's how I was able to come out of that. There's something powerful about being able to heal with other people. So I would encourage you to look at different forms of healing. Look at art therapy. Art therapy is something that I do on my own. Um, that could be sketching, that could be painting, um, drawing, uh, you know, working with ceramics, that could be poetry, that could be a number of different things. Do not limit your therapy. Look at what's out there, research it, and then find the help that you need because your mental health is not to be played with. It is just as important as breaking an arm or, you know, getting a something in your eye. I don't know, but it's just as important. And you wouldn't, like I said, if we were drowning, you wouldn't say, well, I don't want this kind of help because whatever. You would just want to get the help. So get the help that you need. And like, don't, don't be tripping on that. Do your research, find the type that is for you. And, and the most important point that I want to, this, to stick out of everything that I just said is try again is to try again because you might not get what you need the first time, but when you really need help, when you're really in a desperate place, you will try anything and everything to try to get the help that you need, right? If you were to talk to a friend about your issues, you wouldn't, you know, if one friend doesn't help, you wouldn't just stop and say, well, nobody helps me. You might try another friend. You might try your mom. You might, you know, maybe vent online and see, you know, who might comment, who might be able to uh, help you through whatever moments. Therapy and, and working with medicine and working with physicians, it's the same way. Don't just stop because you have a rough moment. I know how hard it can be, especially when you're struggling with depression and anxiety. I know how hard it can be to try to research this stuff on your own. I know how hard it can be to even get, your, get enough strength to try to research or to try to get that help. I know how difficult that it can be. But think about your future self. Think about what you need. Think about who you want to be in the future. That person, that future, that destiny needs to be protected and it needs to be saved. So the way that we can do that is by trying anything and everything that is helpful for us to get us to the place where we want to be.
So I thank you so much for attending. I hope that this was helpful. I hope seeing my face was helpful. I can't wait to come back on camera and give you guys more content. If you would just like, share, and subscribe, I would greatly appreciate it. This is once again the Carly O Podcast, and thank you so much for joining me. Bye-bye.